Welcome to Mental Health with Mia. My name is Mia and I'm a sophomore in high school. Over the last week and a half, my English class has been working on a three-piece multi-genre project in which we develop a chosen theme throughout the pieces. And for my third piece, I chose to make a podcast. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about how choices influence others, self-esteem, and how they relate to one another. First, I sat down with three teachers at my school and asked them a few questions. So how would you define self-esteem? I would say self-esteem is like the image you have of yourself, and I think it can be either negative or positive. Yeah, so, and then... How can someone's choices influence your self-esteem, like yours or just anyone's in general? Yeah, so for me personally, um, I have struggled with self-esteem in the past. So like someone who says something negative to me or just kind of like will give me like dirty looks or something, personally that really affects my self-esteem and makes it negative. Mm -hmm. Um, But then if someone either like compliments me or says something nice, um, that affects it in a good way and kind of just builds that self-esteem and makes me like myself better. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then how does it feel, you kind of uh, touched on this a little bit in the last question, but how does it feel when a student or coworker does something nice or kind for you? Like, how does it make you feel? Yeah, um, it makes me feel really appreciated. Like someone is recognizing either my hard work or just my personality that they like something. so when they do something kind for me, that in turn reminds me like to be kind to others as well. Yeah, so I feel like great. it's kind of like this chain event of just like be kind and then keep being kind. Yeah, that awesome just like like you said chain event just it keeps on going. Do you think there is a difference between self-esteem and self-confidence? Well, what I do know is that they're completely intertwined. And um, when you think about self-esteem, you have to have that self-confidence to be able to make decisions and be true to who you are, and then your self-esteem will you know, follow. If you're not confident in yourself, um, you're second-guessing yourself all the time, that yeah. esteem is gonna go way, way down. Yeah, for sure, I love that. So how is self-esteem important in making decisions? You kind of, you know, uh, talked about that a little bit yeah. in your last answer. Sorry, I jumped but... ahead there. No, you're good. Um, it definitely is important because um, I know I learned in my young life, I was always looking to please people or see what people yeah. wanted, and um, I didn't maybe have the, the self-esteem or that confidence that just making my own decision and, and going with it um, was important. It was more about um, making sure I was doing what other people wanted and you know I've learned in my long long life that um, now I make those decisions based on what I think is right what I am confident about what I I have to trust myself yeah so that I know that I'm making the decisions that are best for me and whatever follows follows and I and just knowing that I can handle that whatever it is yeah I think that's really great because I know I think a lot of kids like my age right now we all do that we like try to we like try to do things to please others we don't we don't like really do it for ourselves so yeah that's that's great um how does it feel when you do something nice for someone else like how does it make you feel I love doing things for people Mm -hmm. um I love you know curating special gifts for people I love just giving kind words to people um I if I can help somebody I will that's just kind of my MO I've always enjoyed doing that 
Um, of course, I enjoy when people do it for me, but really even more, I enjoy doing that for other people. Yeah, it always feels good to see that smile on their face mm-hmm. or their eyes light up. So. Absolutely. Okay, so what factors like affect your self-esteem, positively or negatively? Yeah, I think um, one, uh, I think worldview has a lot to do with it. Um, and just in general, not only worldview, but you know, faith component, mm-hmm. um, how you uh, how you see things, um, you know, through through your lenses, I think uh, impacts your self esteem a ton. Um, yeah. Because you'll take a look at you know you'll walk through the grocery line or whatever you're scrolling on social media and. Um, how you see those images or how you see those uh, magazines or how you see those things um, if, if you're looking at it and aren't confident in yourself then uh, I think they have a big time impact on your self-esteem yeah that's great so then also how can your choices influence or affect release like different relationships whether it's just friends significant other kids anything yeah uh, I think I think you're a culmination of the choices that you make so um, you know you can choose to impact someone in a positive way or you can choose to impact them in a negative way you're rarely going to ever be down the middle so right. um, you know your choices that you make every day are going to have a drastic impact on how well um, your relationships function um, you know, even with my boys, how I choose to speak to them or how I talk to them, or um, that definitely has a Im- impact and, and, a, and a choice of um, self-control or anger yeah. or whatever can can definitely make those relationships go in different directions. Yeah, that's a great great example. Um, next question is, how does it make you feel when someone you know does something negative or unkind towards you? Whether it be something they say or they do or write on social media or anything, really. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. Um, yeah, and, and for sure. Then it takes time to rebuild, you know, mm-hmm. specifically rebuild trust. Because anytime someone uh, says negative things, you, you kind of look at that person and are like, well, I don't know if I can trust you right. as much anymore. Yeah. So. Um, takes time to build up that relationship again by all means and and to rebuild that trust and uh um you know just kind of repair the relationship um i will say this though if you don't confront it then i don't think the relationship ever gets rebuilt um so there might be something said about you or written about you um and you either play it off or um you're scared of that confrontation with that relationship and so that relationship just kind of gets eroded as time goes on um whether you like it or not so yeah and i think a lot of people my age are scared of that confrontation so that often happens and they let those relationships just disintegrate yeah well and and like specifically in the writing component um whether it be a text message, whether it be, uh, you know, a, a, a tweet or an email or, or whatever that might be, a Snapchat. I know it's not text necessarily there, but how people interpret 
the written message. Yeah, you have to be super careful with your social media because there's so many different ways you can interpret it. By all means. And and the person who wrote it might not have any, might not be trying to do anything negative about it, but it was inferred as, oh my gosh. And now next thing you know, if there's not a confrontation about that, now you have people thinking different things and it's just just bad. So um, it needs to be talked about. Yeah, for sure. And then the last one is, I think this is a good one too because you're part of the men, one of the leaders for the mental wellness group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can maybe use some of that, like you've experienced with that group to answer this question. How do you think self-esteem affects students' mental health? I, I think it, it's a huge factor. Yeah. You know, and again, it goes back to how you, how you view the world around you. And, and if, you have, if you have a low self-esteem, I think you have a... A greater tendency to look at the negative things in life rather than the positive things and especially the year and a half that we've all been through oh yes if we definitely. dwell on the negative oh my gosh our your mental health I don't think has a chance yeah you know? and um, constantly telling yourself to be positive and looking at the positive in life uh, not only will help your mental well-being but it'll increase your self-esteem yes um, for sure there's a lot of things out there that pushes us pushes us towards the negative and um you know we're never good enough and, and all of that yeah. we got to flip that and i think when you when you have that confidence or that positive self-esteem you can shrug off a lot of things or, or look in a specific direction and not let things bother you as much mm-hmm. so i think it has a major major impact on that yeah Awesome. That is so great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Next, I sat down with some fellow classmates and really dove in deep on the topic of self-esteem. I thought it was great and super important to include perspectives of teenagers and other kids my age. I asked them this question. So how do you think other people's choices can affect someone's self-esteem? I think the words that people um, like kind of unconsciously say, like they say without really thinking about how it can affect other people is one of the most like, Im- like impactful ways of like affecting how you think about yourself and yeah. live and stuff. Um, I know like for me, I struggle a lot with like my body and like... Uh, eating disorders and body dysmorphia and I think it really like kind of pushes that button in my head that says you're not good enough you need to stop eating when people just kind of talk about like they call themselves like fat or like bigger and they're like to me they're like what I aim to like look like and so it kind of like pushes that button that's like well if they think that they're big then you need to like stop eating yeah like you need to do something different to make yourself yeah, like them. I, I think like you said, people sometimes don't think about their words before they say them. Happens a lot, I think, especially with people our age, and it can just really hurt someone, and they don't always realize how big of an impact their words can have on someone. And I think that's a really great example that you shared, and I really appreciate you opening up about that. I think it was, like I said, a great example. So thank you. So how do others people's other people's choices affect your self-esteem or your th- like the thoughts you have about yourself? Well, initially it was it was mostly positive uh, just because I was in a small community, didn't really grow too much. 
Uh, but then, uh, due to my uh, father's bosses uh, letting him go, we had to move up here. And throughout fourth and fifth grade, my self-esteem kind of plummeted just because new place yeah. wasn't really liked. It had to be really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then, then it was just, uh, but then uh, connections started to grow, got better. Yeah. So it's all just a matter of perspective, uh, but they do affect people's self-esteem very Definitely. easily. Uh, just because one person's inconsequential actions could just ruin someone's day or week, right. depending on it. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, people just, like, don't really think about what they're saying before mm-hmm. they do something, and they don't realize how much it can affect another yeah. person. So how do someone's choices influence your self-esteem or the thoughts you think about yourself, or anyone's, really? Um, For me, personally, uh, I would say that other people's choices tend to have a pretty big impact on my self-esteem. Yeah. Um, if somebody chooses to do or say something nice, uh, that really uh, boosts my mood and makes me feel a whole lot better about myself. Yeah, for sure. And then um, if somebody were to do something mean or say something I don't appreciate, um, that would make me feel a little worse. But yeah. um, <clears throat> an example I could think of would be like... Uh, if I I like to play the saxophone mm-hmm. and um if I like played a good solo or something and somebody said, Hey, good solo or a nice job, I'd feel very good about myself. Yeah, definitely. Um, but if I were to play a solo and there were to be a kinda like, Yeah, yeah, nice solo, you know. Right, not super very genuine or something. Yeah. Uh then I would be like, Oh, that was a crappy solo. Yeah. So those are great examples and I love that you added a like that positive note in there too, because um Really, choices can impact your self-esteem positively and negatively. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. How do other people's choices influence your self-esteem or how you view yourself, whether it be positively or negatively? So, when I was younger, a lot of like I wasn't super pretty, like, and a lot of people, including adults, were like, if you do X and Y, you'll be prettier, and that knocked me. Hard. Like, I probably would have, like, 13 when I had a doctor tell me, your acne is so bad. Like, absolutely horrible. And that was, a com- you know, like, a really, like, oh, my God moment. Like, yeah. okay. And then from there, I think a lot of my choices became focused in becoming, like, you know, stereotypically pretty. Yeah. And trying to, like... Trying oh, to, like, well, please others. Yeah, and please others. So I was delightful to look at. That was an awful choice. Like, the societal standard. Yeah, like, a societal standard. And I kind of got to a point where I had someone's mom tell me, I'm so glad you got over being, like, like trying to not fit in because you're so pretty now. And that was kind of a oh-my-God moment. Like, I've spent the last two years of my life trying to, like, fit in and please others. Yeah. So... Not really being, like, the true you. Yeah, Because, like, when you do that, you really show off your true self, and your true self is always the most beautiful version of you. I think I lost a lot of myself because of that and, like, listening to others. I think a lot of my self-worth, like, really went out the window. But in the last year, I've tried to, like, grow from that and, like, okay, so you can think what you want, you can say what you want, but... I'm going to do what I want and what makes me comfortable. Yeah, and that, that usually, like, trying to like conform conform to others it comes from like you know society's standards Mm -hmm. and just other people's 
choices, but sometimes also your own choices even, of how you want to try and convey yourself to try and fit in, or like just social media, really. Yeah, it just really ruins your self-esteem. It can ruin it, and it just makes you like want to change yourself like you were saying and that's just you know not good it's not good for us i think another part of like social media is like other people's choices to morph their bodies and change how they look to post a picture yes and then change the beauty standards and make uh young girls and young boys even growing up like be like that's what like we need I'm to supposed look to like. look like, mm-hmm. but even those people we'll don't, don't actually yeah. look like that. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's a great point. And definitely. that's the part. I mean, as a young person, you don't see you don't see that those mm-hmm. things aren't think, real. Yeah, being a young teenager is like so hard, especially like with mm-hmm. phones and stuff, because like yeah. you can like look at people and like all the editing and like Photoshop. So like everything you see isn't exactly real. Even in person, I think just being like 13, 14, 12 ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I think your sense of self-worth is so low at that point, and, like, mm-hmm. how other people affect you, like, then is, like, like, even more powerful than it does as you get older, as you're older. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. You said about, like, self-worth and stuff, and I feel like, um, like you said, even, like, in person, you see these people that, like, live up to society's standards of, like, the perfect, like, beautiful person, and you not having that self-worth and, like, seeing that people are, like, liking this person, they're popular, like, that's what you're, like, ideally supposed to be, be, and I think Mm -hmm. that really changes how you think and stuff, too. That, yeah, Uh, most of my childhood, even up until my high school, my best friend was, like, the girl everyone liked and wanted to be, so I think, Yeah. yeah, for a lot of my life I was like I'm never going to be as wanted as she is because yeah, she's perfect. Yeah that can definitely be very hard and I think going back to the thing about social media or before um, just about how these people edit their photos and make people think like that's what you have to look like but that's they don't even look like that. I think sometimes we, e- we even know that they don't look like that and those photos are edited but we mm-hmm. just sometimes we still think like oh that is what like someone wants like that's the only way I'm gonna be pretty enough but like it's not I think it's really engraved into our brains yes Mm -hmm. yeah and you just think it's real like it it doesn't really occur that it might not be real Mm -hmm. it just seems so solid and that's what you want to achieve yeah like there's a little part of your brain like that's not real I know that's like edited and but we, we think with our eyes a lot of times. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. when we see things, they resonate more than those thoughts that we know. Because, oh, like, yeah. you can be on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, and you can see someone be like, oh, my gosh, they're so pretty. And you can, in the back of your mind, you can know, okay, so this is, their acne has been covered by filters and makeup, and their body really doesn't look like that. It's posing and lighting. But you're still thinking, at the same time, this is how they look. This is how yeah. people perceive them. Yeah. Or you see those videos that are like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like, here's how to pose for an Instagram picture yeah, to like yeah. make yourself look more like the ideal like body type yeah. and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I don't really get that because just have just be, fun and be yourself. Right. Like I know I've saved some of those to my Pinterest account. Too, yeah. <laughs> just because like, again, it's what we want to be. We've had the, created this like idea that this is what we have to look like. This is the only way we're going to, like, have friends or find, like, someone who loves us or um, find, like, a significant other or be popular. This is the only way to be pretty, but really, just like you said, have fun with your 
life just do whatever you want yeah I think other people can influence us positively too I yeah agree. like Definitely. do you guys remember when uh chloe kardashian that picture got leaked of her that was like not edited or anything and mm-hmm. she was like yeah. in a bathing suit and she took it down right away but then she like owned up to being like i shouldn't like help like conform those standards mm-hmm. to be yeah. like this is what you should look like and she like put it back up and stuff and it's still going around and she was like that mm-hmm. is what i look like yes maybe for my instagram my professional instagram I change what I look like and stuff, and you shouldn't do that. You should be confident in your body, so here's why I'm putting it back up. I think that has pros and cons to it, and, like, I feel like since she took ownership and, like, reposted it and stuff, that was, like, a good choice she made to, like, Mm -hmm. be one of the voices out there being, like, hey, sometimes it's okay. Like, you don't have to always look like that. Yeah. Even though she still edits her photos, which is the bad part. In the media, perfection sells. As long as yeah. I can remember, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like even like my grandma's gen- like generation, like in magazines and in TV ads, you see perfect, and I think that's what sells. And when you see a face that's perfect, you want to buy or you want to sponsor this product. Yeah, yeah. And I think going back to Chloe Kardashian, I think like obviously she has to edit, she has to edit her photos and do things like that because that's what's gonna sell. That's what's going to sell her products or whoever is sponsoring her sell her she is yeah that's how she's gonna make things happen i think mm-hmm. it's farther than just individuals i think it's more of like a societal thing mm-hmm. oh, yeah. because once we get over the ideal that perfection is what's going to make us money perfection is going to solve everything i think then we'll see a lot more of people coming to the realization that we're worth it without the opinions of others and without these things so. yeah and i remember like specifically kind of talking about how other people around us can influence us along with social media and how we look so one time I was at ski camp and (laughs) we were all in our swimsuits taking a cute insta picture right and I remember (laughs) we all posed and then we looked at the picture and I remember all the girls around me like sucked in their stomachs and I didn't and that made me feel like oh my gosh I'm doing something wrong and I was like oh I forgot to suck in and I would have never done that but that was how like other people influenced me to think of myself yeah I think that's a really like great example beach pictures sucked I hate hate when my parents take pictures but yeah I think like kind of what Lucy said is like a lot of it goes back to like how do you want to portray yourself and how -hmm. confident are you in yourself because like like using self-esteem yeah using chloe kardashian as my example again (laughs) like she worked to lose a lot of weight like she Mm -hmm. worked out she ate healthy like she did diets and and stuff i think if that makes you healthy you should absolutely go for it but and that picture showed it off amazingly but because it wasn't perfection she felt uncomfortable having it up there because it ruined her brand yeah i think our ideals of perfection are so skewed because we see like one version of perfection you see the skinny and the Skinny without muscular. Like, I feel like but a lot of... Why isn't everybody perfect in their own Everyone way? Everyone is. But exactly. we have this ideal that they're not. And I think mm-hmm. that... We have to get rid of that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the major issue. And I, like... We talked a lot about how social media has influenced our self-esteem and stuff. But I think I'm going to go back to Lucy's example. It's really also just the people around us just the people we have relationships with friends family fellow classmates maybe co-workers even that can really just something they can say or write or do um can really influence how 
like or affect our self-esteem um i mean and a lot of it isn't even like what you look like but it's also like the things you do kind of going back to what someone earlier said um about like playing music and like if you do something good and people are happy for you then you're like oh like you're happy for yourself but then like if you do something that you think is good and like maybe like i know at dance like i did something good i didn't get scored good boom through the floor like not good but like if the people around you are being supportive and being like no like you did good like it was good like you can do this you got this it was good like I think that really changes how you're thinking too but if they're like and like it it was okay like yeah sure it was good like I think tone and like mood and like just like overall like if they're being supportive or not is another big thing that changes like your self-esteem yeah for sure I can relate that to when I play tennis I sometimes can get really like down on myself if maybe I'm not getting serve over and it always really helps if my partner's like hey it's okay like you'll get the next one or just like you know like you said encouraging words that really just mm-hmm. helps your self-esteem and I know that when she does that I I'm fine like it helps me and I usually get the next serve over and it just improves my like self-esteem my self-worth and my game so so as both of you have said that i thought about it a lot and i think that we're so rooted in negativity that mm-hmm. we are automatic go-to is being mad that we're not doing yeah like yeah at someone yeah. else we're not doing something right or you're not praising me but i need that or you're not supporting me verbally and i think or like even vice versa like if your partner gets upset with you then it's creating an energy that yeah oh you're not doing enough that didn't come out right I I know I think I I definitely understand what you're saying like if they if you did something that maybe like it didn't go well like your game I'm gonna relate it back to tennis again my (laughs) our match didn't go well and our part my partner is like yeah you did really bad that'll just oh the next time I just will probably do even worse it'll it yeah it really gets feed off words and I think that a lot of other people like you don't think to support the other you think you mm-hmm. think with your emotion your competition emotion. too like a lot yeah, of things are based competition. off competition and i think that mm-hmm. that's good because competition's good but at the same time it creates this ideal that any like imperfection isn't that you shouldn't be supportive <laughs> yeah. of other yeah. people yeah if they're making mistakes then you mm-hmm. need to be the force that's pulling them out of that but i think a lot of times we speak with negativity i'm totally guilty of in soccer being like what the heck like what did you just do right there when yeah. I should be okay it's okay we're gonna get it next time there's always more chances and I mean yeah. you say that and it really makes me think about like at dance I teach younger kids mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating when like I like neutrally or even like overly happily like ask them to like fix something or make a correction or like something like that that I know is going to help them in the long run but they just won't make the correction so then I get upset because I'm like like I'm trying to help Mm -hmm. you but you're not letting me help you and I think I speak with like a much harsher tone and like a much more negative negative thought than like I mean to so I'll be like like why didn't you fix that like it was such an easy thing to fix why didn't Mm -hmm. you fix it instead of being like no it's okay let's try again like come on you guys you really need to fix this like I think Again, like our tone, mm-hmm. what we're saying really mm-hmm. affects other people. Oh and yeah, you should pay attention. I think a lot of it subconsciously too. Like I don't think mm-hmm. we intentionally do it. Oh, sometimes yeah. I think it just like calms out, and then you're reeling what you just said, and you're being like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god!" Like, why did I say that? Or yeah, yeah, I think we definitely tend to overthink things, and I think also people's actions and even just the way they say things 
really can affect someone else and some oftentimes the person who says it maybe isn't trying to be like negative or say something like in a rude tone and um it can really like I said impact the other person and oftentimes the person who said it does not mean to have this like terrible tone and then mm-hmm. the person who we dwell in the negative like you've been like yeah. you push said. our frustration mm-hmm. out through our words and we do it mm-hmm. yeah we just we dwell in the negative we look even if say something good and bad happens we only look at the bad yeah the bad mm-hmm. just i think we've out. been conditioned to think that way though because yeah mm-hmm. i mean my entire life if you have two things happen one's really good and one's really bad you're you get bad in trouble fix. for the bad instead of praised for the good. I think yeah. a lot of I think that stems off from parenting as well because yeah. if you you're being yelled at for the bad, like if you get two grades, you get an A in a class and a C minus in a class, you're not going to get okay, good job for your A. You're going to get mm-hmm. Y is in your higher. Which and is I, a choice that parents choose to make how they which raise us. Goes back yeah. to how choices affect others. And I think because of that, like because parents or anyone really usually focuses on the negative, I think that's why a lot of people's self esteem, it's and self worth, self confidence, all of that, it's always it's very low in a lot of people mm-hmm. because the positive isn't usually focused on very often. We're like we're all pessimists really i think yeah. it's bred through us though like, yeah. i think it's like parents have passed down because i mean like 100 years ago parents were a lot harsher than they are now mm-hmm. and yeah. i think that negative energy is just passed through and like yeah. how their frustrations are reflected down just yeah gradually yeah. and carries down the team. one thing about that like a classic example i think of with being a student is your grades a lot of times you hear, oh my gosh, like, I can't fail this class. My parents are going to kill me, which is, like, really you should be thinking about how it affects you. And but your mental health and yeah. yeah, But it's so ingrained in us from our parents, really, that, okay, you're maybe a, a head student, yeah. which really isn't shouldn't be a term, but you're in all these advanced classes and you should be getting these grades. And I think yeah. that really affects students and how they perform in classes, I too. definitely, yeah, I have a pretty good example to go with that I guess I'm gonna keep their name out of that just to respect their privacy but I have someone I know whose parents they're very like like you have to get good grades all the time if you have even an A minus you are like you need to live up to your siblings um and you just like I said you they tell their kid that they need good grades all the time they are taking they're filling their schedule with advanced in AP classes when I know that maybe they are struggling right now with even just um just the classes they're in right now so like you said that really like it comes from the parenting and it's just everything all of that it affects your mental health and your self-esteem and I think mental health and self-esteem are something that are very closely related I think think it's completely hand in hand yeah I think a lot of our actions are rooted in our parents' actions, like how we're raised, a lot of it comes from there. Mm-hmm. So I think when we have parents that are so focused on the negative and their actions have conveyed to us that we have to act X way or whatever, then that's going to affect our mental health and our self-esteem very poorly. Yeah. I would actually like to maybe talk about how the self-esteem and mental health go hand in hand because yeah. I touched on that a little bit with my when I talked to Mr. Doc, and I thought mm-hmm. what he said was really great, but I think it'd be nice to see what some fellow classmates, you know, and different, mm-hmm. like, 
kids my age think about um, how they see that, their perspective. I mean, I think if like your self-esteem is going down, you're gonna be kind of like stressed out, anxious, maybe even depressed. Like, mm-hmm. but if like you're having a good day, even if you have been stressed out, anxious, or depressed, I think it can really like build on kind of pulling you out of that like little hole you're in. Even if it's just for a little bit. Of yeah, time. even if it's just mm-hmm. for a day, I think it really helps overall like slowly get your mental health back to normal. Yeah. But I think every time someone gives you a negative comment or like you look at yourself and you're like that's not like what I want to look like Mm -hmm. or something anything like that really it like kind of just pushes you farther down and it's taking even more of the positive things to bring you out of there um yeah I really think they're like the same thing I think they are too like I think mental health is like self self esteem is part of your mental health I think it goes yeah I agree I definitely Mm -hmm. goes into that I think uh I think as we like, once we hit a point where mental health is, like, a big concern, like, you know, you get into, like, middle school area, and you're thinking a lot about your mental health, and I think this is a lot of the time where self-esteem is our lowest as well. Mm-hmm. Like, my sister's 13, and she struggles a lot with, like, self-worth and, like, yeah. loving herself, and I did, too, mm-hmm. when I was 13. Yeah, And I sure. think a lot of us I think, yeah, a lot of people A lot do. of you, when you're 13, everything is amplified, and your emotions are on steroids, and everything happens there, and I think that's when a lot of, like, our mental health, like, comes out, and it, like so harshly like affects us like the words are coming it's okay um i think as our mental health like becomes more of that amplified emotion then our self-worth kind of goes with it mm-hmm. yeah i think we also like start to recognize like i feel like the four of us are at like the age where we've started to recognize like it is not important to get all A's in school if you're killing yourself every night over not having it done if you're stressing yourself out if you're filling your schedule to the max it's just not as important and I think you start to learn that and I think like other people like we have the conversation a lot during lunch Mm -hmm. and stuff that like it's just too much and I think especially after the year we've had with like a lot of teachers choosing to like stack on this work at the end really makes our self-esteem go down because we just sure. we don't feel like we can accomplish it we don't yeah. feel like we're doing what we need to because we're mm-hmm. so used to this expectation of succeed of success and meeting those goals but mm-hmm. after all the struggle and all of this like hard hardship we've been through i think everything's been like all around the board yeah, yeah and i definitely think as we've gotten older we've focused and recognized our mental health more and so it's definitely there's you know times that we are super like our mental i'm not saying our mental health is always good but we recognize it better now we're mm-hmm. the generation of mental health being important yeah just yeah. as it's important yes. as physical health and it's not there yet we have a lot of growing to do with it so, for sure but we're getting to the point where it's just as important as yeah and i think yeah. as our mental health gets better or our self-esteem is too and also just even if it's not your mental health isn't in a good place I think recognizing your mental state and how you feel can Mm -hmm. even like improve and affect your self-esteem yeah um sorry oh I have like one quick thing to add but of course I'd say just like the one difference I see between self-esteem and mental health I would say self-esteem can 
maybe be affected more by other people. Yeah. Not that your mental health isn't affected by other people. Oh, That's a right. huge part. But I think self-esteem is more, um, like, other people can change your self-esteem Yes, a for lot. sure. I think people affect, like, people and our relationships with people affect mm-hmm. it so much. Yeah, and I mean, it affects your mental health a lot, too, but I would say maybe more rapidly with your self-esteem and your yeah. self-esteem could probably in my brain change a lot more during your day than your mental health for me at yes, least it seems like I more agree. of a roller coaster through the day yeah I yeah. think that self-esteem is less like like permanent I think or mm-hmm. yes for sure I think we have an idea of ourselves but your feeling about yourself could change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and very quickly I and mean, a lot of times it's because of other people doing things that yes change how you think about yourself yeah well that was great ladies i think that was a great conversation um i think it's a good note to end on so thank you thank you thank you for listening to the first episode of mental health with mia i hope you enjoyed this episode and learn more about self-esteem and choices remember it's always important to think before you speak because you never know how you may be affecting someone And remember, always be kind, no matter what, because you never know what anyone is going through. And also, if you're ever struggling with mental health or your mental wellness, don't be afraid to reach out to a trusted adult. Thank you.